the legacy of Charity's children. I am my ancestors' wildest dreams, a mission statement. Reading Terminal is a bustling indoor market with vendors from Philadelphia and around the world. There are prepared and fresh foods, meat, fish, vegetables, with the scent of Amish baked goods invading every corner. Here, you'll find unique gifts, candles, and decor, eye-catching things. Holiday season pre-COVID within the menagerie was a proprietor that sold African art, oils, and incense. You know, a sister booth displaying Afrocentric jewelry and t-shirts that boasted affirming words and phrases. One in particular caught my eye. I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. I bought three. One for each of our children, Jacqueline, Elliot Imani, and Jared, who are, as Angelou writes, the dream and the hope of the enslaved. My dream and hope for the Charities Children Project is to continue the legacy of intertwined generations that inspire to tell the story of a family who tried and strived to live lives devoted to Christian and community service against the backdrop that is the African-American experience of enlightened struggle. A family archive includes pictures, cards, letters, journals that illuminate their lives and chronicle the growth of a city, state, and the evolution of our nation. These historical documents, in fascinating detail, confirm that there were coordinated organizational efforts of local black leaders with national black thinkers, all working together to exact change within African American communities throughout the country. And there are a few antiquities that establish a family's socioeconomic status their efforts to create generational wealth despite our nation's history of violent oppression. My own selfish dream and hope is that my personal achievement, the contribution of this generation, be the telling of our family story. Preservation and preparation began even before I was cognizant that our legacy would be my privilege, my obligation to share. I was at a crossroads in my career after years of working in the radio and talent industries. Having had our third child, I decided that sacrifices would have to be made to grow the kind of family that we had envisioned, and these professional sacrifices would be made by me, and I believed that that meant leaving my devotion for radio broadcasting behind. But like a nagging, unfinished love, radio wouldn't leave me alone. And the Women's Radio Network, WRN, was born. When founding WRN, I combined broadcast experience in music and talk radio to develop shows, vignettes, and special events about relationships and survival— telling stories of women's trials and triumphs, but not yet my own, until life pushed me down a path to an inevitable inheritance. And this led to the determination 
of my destiny. Our mother's Johnson family home, the old castle on the hill in Dayton, Ohio, was demolished without notification. Possibly in error, but but nonetheless, remnants of generations of family history and antiques were lost. They were lost in an instant. A dream she nurtured and worked for at an enrichment center. Gone. Our mother was grief-stricken, heartbroken, inconsolable. And in the time that we would have left, I often begged her not to let the justifiably consuming sorrow take her from us. Mama, the value is in our story, not in the things, but the weight of disappointment and likely feelings of failure and familiar shame in just six short months. It all claimed her life, and I inherited this determined destiny. Through terror and tears, love's lost and found, the Ohio lineage of Charity Davis Caesar Brody dates to 1802, and is traced back through 12 generations of strong women, and the stories of their respective journeys are inspiring. Treasures, yes, things have been lost, stolen and strayed, but what must, what will endure and inspire is our family story. I hope, no, determined destiny dictates that I will create on multiple coordinated media platforms a volume of work to make my husband, children, my parents, and our people proud. Marrying a story told on stage and screen in audio and academia that illustrates the socioeconomic multiplicity of black American life that has existed for generations. This work was shared with extended family history that may have disappeared within or before their generation as well as become a resource in research of African-American history, heritage, and perspectives. These stories possess the power to capture imaginings and curiosities that will encourage others to celebrate their family stories. Telling our story, the story of some black folk from an Ohio town, gives value to all African-American history to hashtag your black family story. I will work to moderate, observe, analyze, and inspire conversations between generations, teaching families to become community archivists, seizing every opportunity to identify and capture treasures, not only in pictures, 
but in items that tell a personal story, a bowl, a lamp, a book, a recipe or journal that passed through the fingers of yesterdays. Among the many American failures in the representation of black perspectives is the fact that African-American history is denied, peripheral at best and at worst told through a revisionist mindset determined to marginalize white guilt and alleviate generational responsibility for reform. This is not that. This American family... All African-American families are uniquely qualified to tell their own stories, and this family will create and seize opportunities to do so. A lovingly preserved trove of family archives will show and tell, lead and inspire our own, who Paul Dunbar describes as little brown babies with sparkling eyes, inspired to claim their history, their determined destiny, and to live their wildest dreams. We're our ancestors' wildest dreams, the descendants of kings and queens, like flowers rising from bubbles. We were born to rise above their struggle. We're our ancestors' wildest dreams, the descendants of kings and queens. We fight to survive and hold our heads up high. We fought too hard and let our dreams die. Finally, I pray, I dream, I seek and wait in hope to find more of Charity's children. Many more, because there is validation and there is value in every black family story. With the stroke of each key, in the murmur of every word, this project is lovingly dedicated to Emily Caroline and Betty Jane, who lived to preserve the legacy of Charity's children. I am my ancestors' wildest dream. Next time on The Legacy of Charity's Children. John Davis brings his infant daughter, a motherless child, to the free Northwest Territory of Ohio. The free Northwest Territory. But were they free? Next time on The Legacy of Charity's Children. The Legacy of Charity's Children is a production of The Legacy of Charity's Children, LLC. All copyrights reserved. Reproduction and redistribution of the Legacy of Charities Children podcast without express written consent is prohibited. Charities Children is a trademark of the Legacy of Charities Children, LLC. Original scores by music director and engineer, Jared Griffin. Producers, Tamara Calvert and Jared Griffin. Project historian and researcher, Sherry Gowdy. Oral history consultant, Carolyn Lander. Marketing and Publicity, LaCris Brody Robinson Jordan. Additional voices provided by Elliot Imani and Daryl Griffin, with Janetta Smith Lang as Julia Galloway Higgins and Charleste Moore Sweet as Charity Davis Caesar Brody. 
These stories are derived from family oral and written histories and confirmed by historical records. I am Patricia Smith Griffin, the fourth great-granddaughter of Charity Davis Caesar Brody, creator, writer, and executive producer. We are proud to share with you the legacy of Charity's children and hope that you are inspired to research and tell your Black family story because there is value and there is validation in every family story.